Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. If you have a, quote, sinus infection, get yourself one of those nasal douches. Tell them it's going to be a rock and roll. Stephanie Bell, and I am wishing you a very happy new year from all of us here at Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Did I say Wake Up Columbia earlier? Somebody did. Somebody. We got it. We got a text at 874-9390 saying that one of us said the wrong name. Which means somebody owes the whole show a pizza. Yeah, and I'm, I'm waiting to hear back <laughs> wow. on who this listener said it was, because I totally missed it. Yeah, Brian, you it, should see Brian's face. He is saying not it immediately. I, I, I would go even <laughs> further. I didn't hear... I have the I have the monitor on when I'm out even typing stories, and I haven't heard that at all, so... Well, I think you were in the studio when we got the text, Brian, so it could okay. be anyone. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, if it is, then we're all having pizza. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we do have a big announcement on Tuesday. Yes. We hope you will join Join us at 710. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. We are not changing the name of the show. How about that? Yeah, there you go. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, big news out yesterday. Uh, despite, let's see, let's look at the latest polling. Nationally, Trump is plus 38. Uh, in some of the early states, I'm looking at plus 34 and plus 30. The Democrats are freaking out, and they decided the best way to beat Trump is not at the polls, but to just try to keep him off the ballot altogether. And yesterday, we got a decision from the Maine Secretary of State, Mark. Yep, Maine kicked him off the ballot uh, saying that he participated in an insurrection and therefore is ineligible under the 14th amendment the trump campaigns announced i saw it this morning they're they're going to appeal that obviously they have to um i think i saw it's 13 states now that this is going on in um california late last night the secretary of state of california said he would appear on the ballot so it's be a hodgepodge. And even if he is on the ballot in California, I can't imagine him him winning that state. Although Mark and I are old enough to remember when California was a uh, not that all that long ago, Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon came from California. It was a huge Republican state. Red is to red. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was uh, Bob Hope, John Wayne. I mean, some big Doris Day. You name it. The Hollywood actors even were Republicans. But uh, that that's going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, I'm sure. It certainly is. So we will watch that uh, continue to play out. But overshadowing the national news for folks in Missouri is the big bowl game today, and we are pleased to be joined by. Publisher Emeritus of Inside Columbia Magazine. He also has a show on 93.9 The Eagle on Saturday, the CEO Roundtable. Fred Perry is coming at, coming and joining us directly from Dallas. Welcome in, Fred. Hey, good morning. Good to hear from you all and, and good to visit with you this morning. So 
It's a uh, big day for the Tigers. Yeah, so exciting. And I have enjoyed, I've got several friends who have made the trek down there over the past couple of days. And it seems like it's just a pipeline of Tiger Tales from Columbia, Missouri to <laughs> Dallas. What are you experiencing? Well, we drove in Wednesday night. Uh, we drove uh, through Oklahoma. We stopped in Muskegee, uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma. Uh, proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. Amen. And uh, we uh, just were surprised. We stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, which makes us very smart. And uh, the place was filled with Tiger fans uh, in the middle of Oklahoma. So that was a good sign. But as we continued our trek to uh, Dallas yesterday morning, uh, just tons of Tiger tails and you know, it's interesting because uh, a lot of the bowl games will tell you that Missouri does not travel well. Historically, we have not traveled well for bowl games, but uh, we are making a very impressive showing at the Cotton Bowl. It's it's amazing how many people from Mizzou are in Dallas uh, today. You know, Fred, we appreciate joining us live, and I, I hope you enjoy the uh, the game and, and have safe travels. Um, I, I'm interested specifically in, and I, you probably haven't been there yet, but just this atmosphere, not just the game itself, a top 10 matchup, Mizzou and Ohio State, but the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I mean, I see it on TV. Yeah. It's prob- I, I can't imagine what that looks like in person. Now, just your thoughts. Yeah, well, um, I have been to the stadium a couple times. We, the first time we went to the stadium was 10 years ago uh, on January 3rd, which is coming up next week when the Tigers, uh, I believe we played Arkansas in the Cotton Bowl uh, that year. And uh, we were here for the game and we were lucky enough to get some really good seats, not too far from the field. But one of the things that that stands out to me about this stadium is, I mean, one, it's just, it's an amazing uh, entertainment complex, but uh, is this jumbotron, for lack of better words, the screen? Even though we might have been in the twelfth row watching the game, we found ourselves constantly staring at the jumbotron uh, because of the the resolution and and just uh, the uh, the the ability, just the vastness of this this screen uh, to be able to watch the game. And so, it is it is really an amazing. Building, uh, of course, uh, uh, it is heavily um, sponsored. <laughs> Every corporation sure. in America seems to have a very strong presence uh, in what they call the Jerry Dome, and um, but it's it's just a great venue to play in, and, and I think it, it's just no matter what's happening, it seems like a pretty special event. My son and I went to a Promise Keepers rally there uh, two summers ago, and uh, it does not disappoint. It, it's just it's worth the trip just to see that stadium. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, uh, Fred, I had a, the fortune to go to a couple of Cotton Bowls. Uh, went to the one against Arkansas, which was in the original Cotton Bowl, um, which is kind of neat playing it outside. It's maybe different. Uh, inside mm-hmm. in twenty or 2013 against Oklahoma State, uh, maybe it's 2014 against Oklahoma State in the okay. in the AT&T yeah, that's Stadium. Right. That, okay. That's a crazy place. I'm curious, mm-hmm. when I was down there, there were a lot of Mizzou events. There was even a parade one morning. There was like a Mizzou parade. Have you seen, you know, the, the band, the Golden Girls, the, the fans yeah, yep. out doing some of the events? Yes, yesterday at the stadium, there was a Battle of the Bands. Uh, so uh, Marching Mizzou... Um, and Ohio State, you know, we're able to sort of square off in sort of a band competition. And then today, uh, they're opening up uh, the Texas Rangers Stadium. The Missoula Alumni Association is having 
a uh, kind of a pregame uh, tailgate uh, before the Cotton Bowl. And my guess is that you'll see thousands of Missouri fans at that event today as well. And that's uh, open to Mizzou alumni. Um, and the the Ranger Stadium is, is uh, you know, of course, they're the world champion, uh, reigning world champions right now, the Texas Rangers. And, and so you'll see uh, a lot of people today and that's pretty close to the stadium they say it's within walking distance i'm not quite sure i believe that but but uh anyway. texas walking distance <laughs> yes yeah, there you go. get Everything an uber safe. fred yeah. <laughs> i will <laughs> so yeah so the, the alumni association and and uh, mizzou nation really seems to be very well coordinated and and very present and and i i will tell you we went out last night to uh some of the restaurants and bars uh, in Dallas, and of course, Dallas is a spectacular city itself. Uh, the, the skyline is just dotted with construction cranes. There's a lot of very healthy economic activity here, um, but just a very vibrant city. But you know, all we saw was Mizzou fans. You know, every five minutes somebody would be shouting uh, "Miz," uh, and you know, because if you're wearing your Mizzou gear, you were greeted that way. And um, but I will tell you, we only saw a handful of Ohio State fans. So maybe it'll be different in the stadium uh, tonight. But uh, it looks like Mizzou has a very strong presence. Now you've spent a, a you know a long time ta- not only talking with uh, Columbia business owners and Mid Missouri business owners on your show, but just and with the magazine, keeping an eye on you know the economic drivers here in Mid Missouri. Talk about the impact of the type of season Mizzou has had, and you know all of the national stage attention they've been getting this season on our Mid Missouri community. You know, our community sort of lives and dies by a healthy university, and, and I think that probably the number one economic impact is is just how much easier it is for the University of Missouri to recruit new students when you have sort of this top 10 presence and and you are participating in in an event like the Cotton Bowl. So number one, just uh, increasing student enrollment is is huge. And, and, you know, you guys know that we're facing kind of a demographic cliff in Columbia. You know, in 2007 and 2008, we saw a dramatic decrease in birth rate and so that really could impact the student the, the university by as much as four or five thousand students just because of demographics and so but then you have you know what what happens when the stadium is sold out five or six games in a row and you know restaurants of course and hotels benefit from that but there just seems to be a uh, a much brighter perspective people are more enthusiastic more optimistic um, and, you know, it's all because of Mizzou football, and which is, you know, kind of strange, but it just really lifts everybody up. And, and I think that we feel more confident about our future when we have a strong uh, Missouri football team. And that definitely shows up on the bottom line for a lot of local businesses. And so uh, it makes a difference. There's no question about it. And I would just add one thing. The money has changed. Fred talks a lot about the enrollment it has, but the money has changed. And, on the, and I'm talking about big-time money for the Mizzou will get a paycheck for just be appearing in this game. So will the conference as well, and the, we'll get part of that that pool, if you will. But um, if Mizzou ha- ends up upsetting Ohio State tonight, it, it would be an upset. I, I assume ESPN is going to show some clips towards the end. They probably have them ready of when Mizzou upset them in 1976. And uh, we talked about Al Onofrio, but they had a Hall of Fame coach on the other side, Woody Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, basically, and I'm a very, I consider myself very religious. This guy was like a god, uh, like I mean, literally in 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 the state of Ohio. The most that guy ever made was fifty thousand dollars a year. Woody wow. Hayes. If he were the wow. coach today, they'd probably be paying him 
twenty million. I, I I don't know. And of course, he ended up get, he got fired because he punched a player after. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he it's a, opposing uh, player uh, on the field <laughs> during, the, during the, at the Gator Bowl in nineteen seventy eight. That would do it. That would have been a fine. Yeah. Yikes. But how many how many people coaches have had the president of the United States speak at their funeral? They did most that guy ever made fifty thousand. But it'll always be wow. known for punching Charlie Bauman. <laughs> All right. Yeah. They, that's great. They have a rich tradition. There's no doubt. But I, I think Mizzou's going to come out on top. There's just a lot of things that are in our favor, and and uh, everybody seems to be very pumped. Yeah, and not only the economic impact, I mean, throughout the season, but even just tonight. I mean, I know there are a lot of folks in Dallas, but there's going to be a lot of folks packing our restaurants and bars and establishments, not only in Columbia, but around mid-Missouri. And I think that impact uh, is meaningful and matters. And so we are wishing uh, Mizzou all the best and we'll be cheering on from home and wish you a fun day today, a Tigers win and safe travels back home. All right, guys, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Yeah. All right, up next, we are going to have the morning bell, this time with a twist that Mark Ellinger can give you. So did you ever try, like, searching incognito before to, like, hide your search tracks? Or to, like, get around a paywall? Paywall, Yes. Yeah, well, maybe it's not quite as incognito as you thought you were. Whoops. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Their words are their responsibility. What you think, that's on you. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. It is 8.25 on this snowy Feel Good Friday, but it is time now for the morning bell with only a twist that Mark Ellinger can give you. Once again, you're on time for your segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, look, today's last day of the market. we got to be on time once, right? You know, <laughs> It's going to open in just a few minutes. Uh, futures are, they're kind of mixed at the moment. Dow's just about flat. S&P and NASDAQ are t- just a slight bit down. Yesterday, it set a record. If the Dow's up today, uh, it will be a year-ending record in the Dow, which is actually really rare. It does not happen. Most of the times, last day of the year is not a new record. Really? So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm lots, super lots of looking, positive and negative out there. Yeah, I mean, I haven't wanted to check my investment accounts in a long time, and I'm actually looking forward to, at the end of this quarter, checking in, because I think it'll actually be good news. It's been a, it's been a really good year. Uh, if you've been in, particularly if you've been in tech stocks, it's been a really, really good year in tech stocks. Hmm. Um, they have just gone through the roof, and chip uh, manufacturers are now one of the hottest sectors. Nvidia, Nvidia, yep. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. There's lots of interesting stuff out there. Apple, um, you t- touched on it earlier. The Apple Watch will be is now back out on the market because the court has enjoined it, but. The reality is, is it's probably going to come off the market again and go back on the market because all the technology that's in it is really one of the big factors out there that's hurting Apple right now uh, because they want the perfect they want the perfect watch for all the tracking stuff and there's all these small startups that have created a lot of these uh, these devices that are being kind of adopted by Apple and there's going to be more litigation so watch out for that you may not. In the long run, uh, watch out for that. Uh, I'm working we, on it here. We, uh, <laughs> hey, in, in, a, in a shout out to Mizzou being down in Dallas, um, Wall Street, the, the now the largest financial hub in the country after New York City, Dallas. Really, just past Chicago and L.A. this year. 
Um, huh. it, it more and more uh, major trading houses are moving campuses to Dallas. Uh, looks like it will continue going on. Um, just this last year, three of the largest banks in New York moved campuses into Dallas. Um, shows the effect of red state economics versus blue state economics. And all that oil money. Yeah, but, but it's Chicago. You know, really, Chicago and L.A. are train wrecks in states that are train wrecks. And, da- and Texas and Dallas are both booming. And I think the Alumni Association for Mizzou was saying, like, Mizzou sends an enormous amount of graduates down to Dallas. It's, uh, I believe that after Kansas City and St. Louis, or St. Louis and Kansas City, uh, Dallas is the next largest uh, repository of Mizzou alumni. Even years ago, going down there, um, it's amazing the bars and restaurants, even when there's not a big game going, the fact that there are Mizzou fans everywhere down there. It's really pretty cool. All right, and you're Which, telling me I can't use the incognito Well, that's search. what I was going to get to here, yeah. I'm like running out of time. time. So pe- people may know that Google Chrome has an incognito button. Um, you're supposed to be able to click on it. You'll be able to search, and nobody's supposed to be able to know what you're searching. It's basically supposed to be a private search. Well, nobody but... Google knew what you were searching because they were, of course, tracking all your searches, even though they told you they were not. They've been sued. Uh, that case was going to go to trial. In fact, that trial was getting ready to start. Apparently, they have reached a settlement. They're going to pay $5 billion. They're going to disable some of the tracking features on their software, but they're going to continue to track without uh, tagging it to individuals, if you actually believe that. Um don't don't worry. You're not getting a check in the mail. Five billion dollars not going to go very far. So, but the attorney general also got a settlement from Google in a different lawsuit. I believe yesterday. I think we're going to have to wait until we get to leftovers to get there. Um, but up next, let's talk. Yeah, let's go over some of these other big lawsuits that have been going on. News, analysis, and opinion, free of charge from Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There is this new trend going around on social media, and I'm very much enjoying it because I love a good list and I love like goals. And the trend is people are posting, they kind of keep track in their notes app and they're like, here are all the things that made my life better in 2023. And some of them are products and services. So they're hawking, you know, a lot of these people on social media are like, the, what was the alarm clock that the one gal said? The hatch, the alarm, hatch clock. alarm clock. Um, but somebody mentioned Notion, which is a favorite app that I like to use. Mark, like, uses it but you know some people have to you know kind of be talked into it um but, is that mark well <laughs> it, i think only initially it's like it's i i agree it's a very beneficial app i would i would sing its praises and we use it now here on the show too it helps us stay all on the same page but i've really enjoyed because some of the things are big things a lot of them are free and some of it are just like people who've changed their behavior a little bit um so we asked that question on our wake up page earlier uh this week and we'll be reading some of your comments there you can always text us is there one or two things that made your life better in 2023 share with a class uh, so we can all have a better life in 2024 you can uh, text us at 573-874-9390 now i know hannah why are you giggling i was gonna say can i share my favorite one okay sure uh, a listener by the name of brandon <laughs> <laughs> commented and said my wife 
Very sweet. Hannah got married this year and um, has had a very awesome. good 2023. Well, I know one thing that a lot of people are saying that probably make... Okay, we are going to do winners and losers. We're going to do it at 8.50. So text us your local... Uh, winners and losers, 573-874-9390. Give us your nominations. Brian wants to go now, though. Well, I'm going to need, because I'm, John Marsh is out, so I, I just have one um, one point I want to make on the winners and losers. Got a, I'm going to be on KWS and uh, and the Eagle today on news. Um, just want to thank the healthcare uh, people here in mid-Missouri. I've got some doctors in Dennis and Jefferson City and in Columbia taking really good care of me, and I really do appreciate that. They nominate them, the doctors and nurses, very grateful to them and one more person i want to nominate his name is keith sampson he's retired at learfield i am celebrating tonight on the cotton bowl the end of my 25th season as a scoreboard host at learfield communications and a guy named keith sampson gave me my first opportunity back in 1999 to put that in perspective bill clinton was in the white house mel carnahan was governor and that kind of puts it joe paterno was at penn state i could go on (laughs) i mean that's how, how long ago it was but he gave me that opportunity i'm very very grateful 25 years i've got a couple bowl games this weekend i've only missed two games in 25 years uh, I missed my had laryngitis my first year. I tried to go on and they wouldn't let me in the <laughs> 1999. And I missed in 2002 the Mizzou Oklahoma game where they had a fake field goal to win the game. My sister got married. And I still wanted to do the scoreboard, but I, <laughs> I, I, I was at the wedding. But Keith Sampson, thank you. Well, and congratulations, thank Brian. Awesome. That's amazing. Wow. Yes, thank you. And you can catch I started when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can catch the coverage tonight. Um, pre-game starts at five o'clock on KWOS. So we hope. You will stick with us. Of course, we are also inviting you to a big announcement that we're doing here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri at 7.10 on Tuesday morning. So join us. Now, one thing I think that's on a lot of people's list this year um, that they started using this year and they'd say that makes their life better is chat GPT. But it could it be threatened? And I am just fascinated by this new lawsuit. The New York Times has sued OpenAI, uh, which is the... um, company that runs chat gpt and microsoft now i even forget what microsoft's version of chat gpt microsoft is. owns chat gpt or a significant portion of it oh yeah that's right but don't they have their own because twitter has grok grok or something grok. i mean everyone kind of has their own little microsoft is in is going all in with with uh, chat GPT. that's right that's right yep. okay and there's some others out there but right now we're just looking at OpenAI and microsoft mm-hmm. um and then um essentially the new york times is saying you are scraping or web crawling all of our data and using and putting it into your you know your formula mm-hmm. and we think that's wrong and it's copyright infringement and we want a whole bunch of damages and we also want all of our we want you to stop doing it plus we want all of our stuff back out of your data set <laughs> How's that going to go? That's not going to go well. For, I don't think that's going to go well for the Times. Um, I don't think they're going to get their stuff out of the data set. That's impossible. Uh, I, you know, Maybe they'll get some kind of protections on going forward basis for ge- generative AI. In other words, things that come out, the, the output of AI, uh, whether that's citations or some type of filter on it. It's only going to apply in the U.S., not going to apply anywhere else. If you want to know the best indication of what people think about this, um, look at the stock market. Mm-hmm. Microsoft just keeps going up. It's already up. You know, it's up three tenths of a point already this morning. Trading, wow. trading opened. You know what? Eight minutes ago, mm-hmm. ten minutes ago. So, I, look, I don't think anybody's taking this as a really serious. This is going to be a death throes of AI. Uh, it may have some impact upon news. It may have some impact upon the edges of AI. And Microsoft may just decide we'll just write 
New York Times a check. Maybe let's buy the New York Times and that'll shut them up. Stephanie helped me out with a uh, chat GPT use this week. <laughs> I, uh, I had a busy week this week and I was asked by a member of management for a a strategy on something that we were working on, like a step-by-step what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a little stressed about how I was going to have time to do that before my meeting with this person. And Stephanie goes, just type it into ChatGPT. And it came up with three pages worth of a strategy. Now, I did fess up to my boss <laughs> very quickly on what it was but it, we had a good laugh about that but you and i both after reading the plan we were like that's it was actually it wasn't bad pretty good pretty i could have i could have used about three-fourths of it and not had any issues i, I guess my only concern i mean and i know that's probably the the times and everything the time we're in but i do have concerns about this ai um and it you know being used in a bad way and I don't know the particulars. This there's a got a lot of coverage, but a lady that works for the I don't know if she still does NAACP leader in Chicago. She, African American woman, was criticizing um, the the migrant crisis and very critical. And a video came out, and she she I at least according to news account, she said that that somehow they doctored her comments about AI. I don't know if that's the case. Have you heard about that? I don't. But think what, I have. what? How does that? How was that prevented though? If Let's say someone took a video of, of whoever, President Biden or whoever the president is, and had him saying something, but he didn't say it. I mean, how are we going to know that? It's not prevented. And I know there's been some talk about, you know, putting a watermark or something on there uh, on, you know, require, you know, the government stepping in and somehow requiring someone to disclose like this has been altered or we used AI to generate whatever it might be. But Mark brought up a really good point earlier with the lawsuit. And I think when we talk about regulating AI, the lawsuit only affects AI as it exists in the U.S. And if the U.S. starts regulating it and requiring that nothing requires the folks in china who are generating these these images to do that so it's 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 a tough spot we're, we're fight i mean you know we need to i hate to be the bummer here we're fighting a war on a global basis over technology mm-hmm. and there's two people that are competing in the war and it's the united states and it's china yeah. and <clears throat> anything we do that harms our ability to get ahead in that is going to ultimately benefit them now this is chat gp2 i mean we also ought to take it back a step this isn't global ai this isn't the really deep things that are being used for national defense. Even a lot of what you're talking about, Brian, with video and altering. This is Chat GPT. Okay. This is this is Hannah asking the question into Chat GPT okay. and getting an answer. Okay. It's not. It's this is a little different. But I promise you that we will see faked videos this election. Yeah. Uh, we will see faked audio this election. Um, we've seen it in the past. It's just not really great quality. The quality is going to get better. The best thing you can ever do is the first time you see something pop up in social media, you should be a skeptic. Yep, that's right. If you're not a skeptic, then you're a sucker. And I don't mean that in a bad sense, but be a skeptic. Go to other places. Look at a couple of sources. That's right. If you see something that kind of shocks you and you go, boy, I can't believe that, the odds are actually pretty good that it's not actually believable. And it's called Trust But Verify. Yep. Ronald, 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 Reagan. Ronald Wilson Reagan said that. Uh, and we saw that in the Chiefs game. Um, you guys know that the media got that wrong about that Chiefs, that that, that Raiders player get, supposedly taking a ball, going to give the kid a, a ball, and then he th- apparently was going to be the Grinch, didn't take the ball. He said that was not the case, that uh, there was a guy trying to take the ball behind him, and the mother, who's a Chiefs fan, backed the player up. But the media accounts on Sunday made that guy look like a just 
a scum, well, basically. The, the little kid at the Chiefs game that had red and black well, that's, paint that's on his face, st- yeah. and somebody took a picture of him and got the side and then put it out as the kid was yeah. a racist. I mean, Who, who's you, half Indian? And those are actually like actual encounters. I mean, that was a real photo, but people get it wrong. But I mean, take that times. You know, multiplied times a thousand when people can suddenly fake things, right? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a. But like I said, things are fake now. I mean, we just don't appreciate how much stuff's already faked as it is. If you're watching Instagram or TikTok, there's a substantive percentage. I've seen different numbers bounce around out there um, between about 20 and 60%. Everybody's got their own take on it, are all fake. And the filters, man, the things they can do with a filter. I, I certainly uh, appreciate it at times, but just know that what you're looking at is probably not real life. Well, other folks are chiming in on our Facebook page about things that have made your life better. Hannah, did you add anything to this list yet? Um, I don't think I've added anything on the Wake Up in Missouri Facebook page, um, but I have been thinking about this over the last several days because we have been talking about it a lot this week. And besides the obvious, which of course would be my husband, still getting used to saying that word, having a husband is a lot different than having a fiance. Um, I would have to say I got a new car this year that's made my life a little bit better. Um, I've been focusing on my health a little bit more this year, and that's been nice. I am feeling the difference in that. And professionally, I've made some gains this year. And that's also kind of, in, it's bettered my headspace a little bit, if that makes sense. Um, but I'm looking forward to 2024. Certainly. And I saw on the Facebook page, a lot of folks said that, you know, they'd implemented new health regimen. Uh, Robert said he had weight loss surgery and that's really been helping him. But then I liked the contrast because Rob said the thing that's made his life better <laughs> is bacon. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of folks are chiming in. We encourage you to as well. Mary says she got a new grandson. And I know, Hannah, you've had several uh, new littles in your family life uh, yeah, I had as a, of late. I had a neat and a nephew born this year so for sure uh and so a lot about families trey says dogs uh former representative sarah walsh says reading her bible has really uh strengthened her year and been a game changer for her we even got some pictures of dogs so uh, a lot of good suggestions if you're looking for or upping your game in 2024 and on a less mushy feely note um laura says that she got an under the cabinet jar opener Oh, like, I and I think it. I've seen these. They stick to the bottom of your upper cabinets. And so when you need to open a jar, you just go over there and you slide the lid in the holster, give it a twist and it pops off. So I think that's probably pretty handy. I think everyone needs that in their kitchen. That, that's like that's like a bottle opener on steroids right there. <laughs> that is a really good hack. OK, we are going to be doing winners and losers of the week up next on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And thanks for all of you for chiming in, wishing us a happy new year. Uh, Catherine says, uh, wake up crew, you made a difference to me. Thanks for keeping Aww. Wake Up Mid-Missouri going. Uh, so we're getting a lot of love notes this morning on the text line. And we appreciate you all. Thanks for uh, joining us every morning. And again, we hope you'll join us for the big announcement on Tuesday at 710. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Text the crew at 874-9390. Warning, everyone on the show can read your texts. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. 
All right, Mark, who you got for winners and losers? Well, the winner's easy, Mizzou. I mean, I think uh, <laughs> we all say that. I mean, regardless of what happens in the game, which I think they will win, um, I'll even go out and put a score up there. I'll say okay. the final score will be 41-27. Ooh, there you go. High-scoring game. High-scoring game. You got uh, money on that? No. Nope. You going to bet? I don't bet on sports. I don't bet on it. I don't, I don't gamble or bet. It's one of those great things. But I think, look, the fact that we're in the Cotton Bowl, the fact that we're the number nine team in the country, uh, when expectation this year was so low, I think uh, you know Mizzou's for sure a winner. And I think Coach Drinkwitz uh, deserves a big credit for that. Moon Choi deserves a lot of credit. Uh, Desiree Francois-Reed deserves a big credit. They've just done a magnificent job this year turning the program around, and, and kudos to them. So I would say they are hands down the winner. Agree. The loser? Yeah. <laughs> how about the, to go to another academic, okay. how about the University of Wisconsin uh, lacrosse? The chancellor got fired after the discovery of his porn videos that he was doing with his wife, doing porn cooking channels on. Now, go wah, figure that wah. one out. A university in the chancellor? Kitchen, in the kitchen doing porn. That sounds dangerous. Doing cooking videos. Needless to say, the University of Wisconsin is not for that, or at least they're not for fun, apparently, in the kitchen. And they have now kicked him out. So he's the loser of the week for sure. On that related note, Brad had chimed in earlier that said one of the top stories of the year should have been uh, the St. Clair teacher who got caught having an OnlyFans. Um, he said that it was even featured um, basically on an episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've made the big time right there. Apparently. Okay. On some cleaner and lighter uh, on a lighter note here, um, I really am enjoying, I'm going to nominate uh, the governor and the first lady um, as winners of the week. They are reviving Missouri's military ball tradition. Now, I didn't, I don't think I was aware of this. Now, they've done it intermittently over the years, but essentially the military ball, they would always have it on New Year's, and it was known as the New Year's Military Reception. It started in 1871. It was held annually until 1926. Um, since then, it's only been off and on, but uh, they're having it again this weekend. You know, another uh, thing I wonder if he'll bring back is giving away the honorary colonels and captains, captains in the Missouri Navy and colonels oh. in the Missouri Army. Uh, um, my mom years ago, I think Kit Bond gave it to her, gave her an honorary colonel in the Missouri Army, hmm. which of course doesn't exist, needless to say. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I wonder if they all get to go to these things too. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, um, I'm hoping for a recap after the event. And then also, uh, winner of the week, our attorney general announces a huge settlement, $700 million settlement with Google. Now, we talked about the, this other Google lawsuit about um, going incognito, that they're scraping your data, but this had nothing to do with this. This had something to do with something else, right? The, this was something different. This had to do with the Google Play Store and anti-competitive um, behavior in the Google Play Store. Bad week for Google. $700 million to all these AGs and then $5 billion for uh, incognito mode. But their stock just keeps going because, you know, everybody wants Google. It's been a good year for the market. Hannah, you got any winners and losers? Well, you know, since I nerded out so hard earlier, (laughs) I'm going to have to nominate uh, FFA National Secretary Grant Norfleet uh, for winner of the week. We had him in studio at 710 this morning, and we're getting a lot of positive feedback from our interview with him on the Wake Up Mid Missouri Facebook page. And it just warms my heart to see young people getting so excited about agriculture or nerding out, as Stephanie would say. Uh, And I enjoyed having him in studio. It was a lot of fun.
Oh, just an impressive young man. I mean, well-spoken. I, I mean, just a great presence. And like just taking a year off to do, to travel the country, to meet with other and inspire others in FFA. I mean, what an incredible story. He's going to have a big future ahead of him. Yeah, and I'm glad that we could finally have Stephanie understand the FFA hype. I actually really <laughs> wanted to ask him, all right, what office are you running for first? <laughs> he has more constituents than most than state senators and a lot of elected officials. All right, well, it has been such a joy to be with you this year. Happy New year everyone we will see you on tuesday and don't forget 710 we'll have a big announcement